everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Vince. I'm Aaron. And this is the podcast where we talk about every episode and iteration of Dragon Ball in a fun and comedic manner. We do a little bit of improv. We get deep into lore. Uh, some characters might come up. We, I mean, this week we're going to definitely talk about a, a, a character at length for a minute. <laughs> but um, this is a fun goof around Dragon Ball improv podcast. And we love it, and you love it, too. Say you love us. Say it. Tell, tell us. We're very needy. We're very needy today. We need your support. Say it in front of God and Kami. The uh, same thing. But before we get to talking about the episode proper, we've got to do something we like to call Kame housekeeping. And the first item of Kame housekeeping that we have to do is something we like to call the One Minute Roundup. Horses, get out of here. That's right, horses, get out of here. Well, can't you see we don't want you no more? That's right. We've all got golf carts now. Yeah, it's 1936. That's the right. The automobile has been perfected and via now, golf cart. And now, they yeah, it's been perfected via golf cart and then refined even further into this golf cart that we just purchased Ooh. To cruise around our cool-ass ranch. Never mind that we put a stuffed horse heads on the front and then drew a horse's body on the side. This mm-hmm. isn't some deep psychological desire for the past. Get out of here, horses. Get out of here, horses. And don't forget the wire brush tail that I put on just mm-hmm. now. That we've that we've been brushing this entire time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Do you feel uneasy, horses? Do you feel uh-huh. obsolete? Yeah, like we want you to stay, but we're telling you to leave. But deep down, we can't live without you. That's, pfft. You would think that, you horses. You, you darn Clydesdales and stallions and Rhodesian Ridgebacks and Arabian studs. Get out of here, all of you. Get out of here with your muscular legs and bright companionship. <laughs> we we're we're st- oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was good. Uh, and, put that on this and seed. And seed. Hey, uh, put that on honestly, put that on a stage. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Anywhere in the city. I I heard that we just basically mimicked what happens at Middle Digit Schwartz for an hour. <laughs> we <laughs> should be selling out horses. <laughs> yes, it's all about horses. Uh, and the one minute roundup, it, we do a little uh, Western scene to warm up our improv muscles and to get us ready to dive into any improv that happens in the show. And uh, we do a Western scene because it's fun and roundup. You get it. But the one minute roundup proper is where one of us, this time it's Aaron, has one minute to summarize everything that has happened in the 123 previous episodes Ooh. of Dragon Ball. Aaron, this monumental task that you now have to do after a thing that we set up years ago now, whenever you're ready, please take it away. All right. Well, I'm going to quickly remember that this requires some form of timekeeping device. Mm, You don't have your stopwatch on hand? Mm, I do now. Okay. Your silver locket is ready. (laughs) All right, let me just look at the picture of my ex-wife real quick. And then three, (laughs) two, one. 
Dragon Ball is about seven magic crystal balls. If you collect them all, you get any wish you want. And it stars a little boy named Goku as he fights his way through getting stronger. Uh, he befriends a girl named Bulma. And with her and some other friends, they defeat Emperor Pilaf. And he can't take over the world because they stopped him. Then he trains with his best friend Krillin, his master Roshi, for the Tenkaichi tournament, getting second place, meaning he's the second best martial artist in the world, and someone had to blow up the moon for him to get second place. And then he goes off and searches for one of those balls because it's a memento of his grandfather, and by doing so, he defeats an entire army. He then fights a bunch of monsters, reunites with his grandpa, then enters the second Tenkaichi tournament, which he also gets second place in because he got beat by a triclops then a demon named king piccolo killed all of his friends and also took over the world but because goku is great at drinking he defeated <laughs> king piccolo and now we're dealing with a fallout because he just met god <laughs> aaron that was hey, stellar i just look that was that was off the, that was an off the cuff and i think we both had this realization that like yeah Goku got strong because he's great at boozing he's, it up. He's a great chugger. Uh, he <laughs> don't do not invite him to your frat parties. No, because he will drink you out of house and home. Yeah, he'll drink that jungle juice that everybody thinks is poison. He'll just take it down easy and then expect to be super strong afterwards. He's lugging an entire cooler around with him, opening mm-hmm. that little spout on the bottom. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That's for that's for clearing out melted ice, bud. That's not for drinking. <laughs> Not according to Go- Goku, everything's for drinking. God. Mm. He broke every antique in the house. <laughs> Nothing else Nothing specifically else. thought out anything older than 100 years. <laughs> oh, Sigma Kai is not going to be happy about this. Mm-mm. Oh, the Dean. <laughs> <laughs> the Dean. Um, but uh, why we do that one minute roundup, you might ask. So you, the listener, does not have to go back and listen to every episode of the podcast or go back and watch every episode of Dragon Ball. We try to condense it into a bite-sized portion to catch you up right here and now. But look, as I was listening, I noticed Aaron, he left out some details. Like, who blew up that money? And uh, what characters are involved with the Red Ribbit Army saga? Uh who else did Goku fight in the Tenkaichi tournament? What's what's all this stuff about his grandpa? If you have, if you have those questions, do not label Aaron a half-assed roundupper because that's not it. It's a hard it's a hard job. But what you can do is go back and listen to those episodes. I told you you didn't have to, but if you want to, you can. There's some good stuff in there. Episode 100, for example, we got friends. We got friends coming onto the podcast. <laughs> we did we did it live. Uh, <clears throat> we did two hours on the Broly movie for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did two hours on the Broly movie. Go, Broly. Go, go, go. Uh, all that stuff. Go back and listen to it if you have the time and want to. But if you don't, I ain't going to hold it against you. Uh, but I, what I will hold us accountable for is this last item of Kame housekeeping. And that is to tell you, the listener, uh, that Aaron and I, we watched two different versions of the show. I watched the English dubbed version and Aaron watches the Japanese language English subtitle version. Why we do this? It was a mistake that turned into a lovely, happy accident of a child that we now have as a segment because... That's we, keeping our marriage together. It's, it's the only thing keeping us together. I mean, what? look, once this turns 18, then... Then, like, all bets are off. I, I think yeah. I'm probably going to get my own place. Yeah, no, I mean, there's a guy at work. 
hey, look, and good. he's he's waiting. Good for him. I know he'll he's, be there. He's patient and uh, good for you for finding whatever you need. <laughs> Although now that I think about it, I'm like, don't, what what are you doing? Don't wait. What do you, <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm in a committed podcast, regardless of the circumstances. Exactly. I mean, that's all I'm going to say. He should find his own podcast. See, but you know what? Monday, I'm going to have a talk. Oh, that that's really nice. I'm glad you're taking a mature step. Yeah. Like you never did with our relationship or whatever. So, Aaron, do you want to give us your title? Because that yeah. is usually the first thing that is different. Absolutely. So the title for episode 124 of Dragon Ball, uh, Japanese language version, is roughly translated. The Temple Above the Clouds. Oh, Aaron, I think we finally get it. You can you can Yahtzee this one because the <laughs> English title for episode 124 of Dragon Ball, Temple Above the Clouds. The article's implied. It's implied. Ding, ding, yeah, ding, ding, a, ding. We did it. That's, that's what we're, you're right. That is a Yahtzee. That's a Yahtzee. That's what it is from now on. Yeah. Do you want to hit the button to make it, uh, you know, that thing with the with the cannonball and all that? <laughs> That's, uh, oh, that? Mm-hmm. I, was, I thought you were like, come up with a new sound. <laughs> For if it's the Yahtzee. But the fact, so whenever the title, so. <clears throat> to make it official. Unlike this relationship. Uh, the Whenever the t- English language title and the Japanese language title are the same. That's called a Yahtzee. And that fact is canon. Not Nick Cannon. It's, it's true. true. Truth in podcast. It's a Yahtzee. Ooh. Yes. Can we keep that sample? Can we get that clean yep. once? Get it clean? Okay, hold on. It's a... Yahtzee. Oh, that's sexy. I like it. Uh, those aren't actually dice. That's the power of Foley. <laughs> that's the power of Foley. But let's let's get it. I mean, some very, some things happen on this temple, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, but we got we to gotta work up to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally and figuratively. <laughs> because after the events of last episode, Goku found his power pole. That's the only way to get to Kami's tower. Um, he's back at Corrin's. He's about to go up. Corrin, um, is doing that old master thing of like, I don't know if you want to get new clothes or just get ripped up anyway. You're going to be pretty surprised when you get up there. Be safe. Uh, don't freak out too much. <laughs> yeah. Was it Yajirobe who suggested getting new clothes? It was Yajirobe that... That suggested okay. to get new clothes because he's going to meet Kami, aka God. It's like I don't believe any of this, but uh, just in case you maybe want to, I don't know, freshen up a bit. Yeah, <laughs> get a just, suit. You, you, you smell. You smell. If nothing else, just you, cologne bath yourself. Yeah, that's right. Goku must smell terrible. We haven't seen him take a bath in. Days ever weeks months? <laughs> no, we we've seen him take baths. We've seen him, for he's some, taking for baths. some reason. They've shown us him taking baths. <laughs> he has to stink all the time. He, he has must. to smell constant unless it's a special Saiyan trick. Unless it's a special Saiyan trick. I mean, they don't age. Hmm. Um. So yeah, maybe they don't smell, and they're always physically fit. 
They do sweat. They do sweat quite a bit. But it's mm, it's it's lavender and mm-hmm. coriander. <laughs> you know those two great smells that smell great together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And may may I say some of the uh, half sayings? So like in the future when Gohan and Trunks are born and Goten, they they they're smet they're smet they're sweat. <laughs> met- <laughs> yeah, smell and sweat. It works they're, out. They're smet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a great it's got portmanteau. A little, little bit of eucalyptus in there too. I must say that's the human side of it. Yeah. Well, wait, I, w- wait. I mean, it's the human side is it's like a it's like a fine cheese. Mm. Where it's like, well, this is a bit of a a stonk, mm-hmm. but it's very enjoyable. It's making my mouth water. Oh, absolutely. Said Videl. Such a said Videl. Mmm, <laughs> is that cheddar I smell on you? Nope, I just did a bunch of push-ups oh. while studying. Oh, really? Oh, you study and sweat? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that's attractive. Oh, there's something about mental exertion causing physical exertion that I just, I didn't know until now that really gets me going. Oh, we are both in high school and I'm uncomfortable. Uh, did I tell you my father is Mr. Satan, the strongest man in the world? Hey, you didn't until just now. Uh, I mean, he's not. I'm a normal kid. Okay, yeah, he is. But I'm into you. And I'm kind of... Wait, wait, hold on. Who? <laughs> hold on. I, I feel like you being Mr. Satan's daughter... Yeah. And you being into me. And I'm into you. Look, this is, it's going to go somewhere. Don't, I, I'm not, yes. <laughs> I'm not kicking that to the curb. I just want to yes. get this clear. Yeah. 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 I feel like that you being Mr. Satan's daughter and you being into me are not related. I don't know why there was a but uh, before I, I'm into you. I mean, I just want to, I study a lot. So I'm, I'm sorry if I'm being pandantic. Oh, that word, study. Uh. That made me get a good flop sweat. Oh, oh, sharp cheddar, sage. You're an aromatic dreamboat. <laughs> my socks have a distinct Gruyere scent. Oh my gosh! Please take me to the fight world's martial arts tournament. I want to meet your family. Cool. That can't go wrong in any way. All right. I'm putting my fist into my hand and saying it's a date. What's your name? What? <laughs> And see, I mean, that's as accurate as a depiction as we can get. I mean, we haven't watched it yet, so. So, who's to say that's not how it played out? (laughs) Yeah. You can't convince, look, (laughs) innocent till proven guilty on that one. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Until we see the evidence. Mm -hmm. That's how it it went down. I'm not going to push a button, but. uh, Hey, hey, hey. We know. We we know, Aaron. Can, Can we talk about how Corin is a little penguin person, and I don't know how he's physically able to walk. Are you talking about how he walks up a pillar, Naruto style, by channeling his chakra into his feet? I've I've seen weirder things, so that doesn't bother me. I just meant physically, the way he is shaped. Oh, yes. For those that don't know, Corrin the cat person, his body is, I mean, you'd find him on Round Boys, the Instagram account. <laughs> for sure, he has a round he's very round yeah i (laughs) he's got you never see his legs he just has long clown-like feet Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then i don't know i don't know how he actually gets around that seems like there's no way locomotion could occur with that with that setup well um 
Aaron, I, I hate to tell you this, but he's a he's a, he's a martial arts teaching cat. <laughs> he can get around by just jumping around on that that uh that staff he carries. But carries he doesn't. He walks around somehow, like a little wind up toy. <laughs> Aaron, I have I have something to confess. Okay, Corin is listening. a little wind up toy. He's like one of those toys you used to get in a, in a Happy Meal where you wind it up. They got the big feet and they flip. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That really loud toy. <laughs> the loudest toy ever. The one that you always brought to church. Oh, you had to. But it's like the last one that you go to after you're bored with everything else. <laughs> and you're like, if I just turn it quietly when I let it go. I'm gonna know. I'm just gonna know. I gotta see this flip. I'm hungry for it. And right as the pastor takes a long pause, well, church, (laughs) flip, what are you doing? (laughs) And then, yes, of course, your uh, parent or whoever else you're with. I mean, it's dad. Let's be honest. It's dad. Stops you and boy, oh boy, are you Get it talking to on your walk home from church. Uh, I don't know, make church better. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, you gotta, you gotta appeal to the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want the youth involved? Put church on Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's is a good joke, hence the laugh. But it's also <laughs> a good idea. Twitch plays church. Twitch plays church. <laughs> oh no! You determine what the pastor says. Oh God, oh, nope. You. You all collectively pick the the scripture passages. The scripture passages. Stream your church on Twitch. Stream church on Twitch. Do you think the mega churches aren't doing that? They they have streaming services. They they spend all your money on that video equipment. Of course, of course. God, that's what's up. Mega church. Aaron, can we become the mega church of Dragon Ball? I mean, we're working on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just have to find a facility big enough. Yeah, we just gotta we gotta design that collection plate. Yeah, we have to get our commemorative plates in order. Uh, but speaking of plates, cut to the Kame house after Goku takes off on the power pole. Launch is tending to Tien's wounds. She's got blonde hair now. After three days of work. Why? Again, I am flabbergasted by how long it takes to put bandages on a man. Hey, I mean, Aaron... Maybe she was doing more than just putting bandages on <laughs> uh, we, had, we had that scene. Oh, we did have that scene? Yeah. Shit. We talked about that. Yeah. It's, been a, it's been a while. It's been a while. I, I got to listen to this bad boy twice. You only live it. <laughs> this is true. Um, but Blonde Launch is, uh, she says, you're lucky you're in such good shape. You should heal fast. And she's closing the closing the med kit, all that kind of stuff. Tien re- replies, well, thanks to your care, I feel better a- anyway. They're both lightly blushing, and they're having a little, like, oh, aren't they so cute together moment. Interrupted by pervy Oolong. Okay, so. Please I'll tell me my, this is different in yours. I'll give my line. Yes. Because I feel like it's going to be the nicer one. Mm. <clears throat> Oolong says. Launch's medical treatment comes with a little bit of love, causing them both to turn beet red. Oh. Okay. That's actually Uh like, that's actually nice. Um, Yeah. Because mine is, I wish I had a girl that looked like that taking care of me all day. 
And then they both blush. And then he says, oh, look, I made you blush. Yeah, I don't know why they get, they both get mad about this. We're launched, I mean, mad embarrassed. Yeah. Not mad embarrassed as in embarrassed a lot in the slang way, but mm-hmm. they get embarrassed. They get mad about being embarrassed. True. Yeah. To the point where launch, launch just pulls out Newsy. <laughs> of course. You want a bullet sandwich? And then somehow, which is God bless this image, somehow she's just holding him up against the wall with the power of a gun. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. That's (laughs) the only thing keeping him aloft. (laughs) It's even more uh, implausible than when in a movie a bully picks somebody up just by the scruff of their shirt. Yeah. It's like, I've tried that. You're going to rip somebody's shirt. You always rip their shirt right at the armpits or at I mean, the if collar. They're, if they're a pencil neck geek, they're just going to slide right out. That's true. Which is also embarrassing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, oh, for no. all parties involved. <laughs> yeah, everyone everyone should feel bad about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can we go back to Oolong? Yes. And your version of what he said, which mm-hmm. is actually, both of, the, both of these things aren't like, bad saying like oh, i wish i had a girl who could take care of me i'm like all right that's that's fair that's a fair wish not woke not <laughs> particularly woke not particularly woke but but you know i get it he's he being honest companionship yes we all crave it it's what plants crave <laughs> <laughs> just pour that in <laughs> pour that in. pour that companion we've we've distilled companionship <laughs> Into an eight ounce energy drink. I don't know what the name of it is yet. Oh that's well, that's why where, we're here. At the- that's where. I, that's why we're here, Aaron. It's it's that's it's okay. Right. You hired uh, this copywriting service, and we're gonna we're gonna come up with a name for this bottled companionship. Is that okay? If, if, yeah. If everyone can please try it, we've we provided those a thimbleful mm-hmm. and those very not good plastic shot glasses. Yes, yes, yes. I can I hate the feel of it in my hand as I let me try it right now. Mhm. Mm. Okay. Okay, I'm getting uh Oh, I'm feeling I'm feeling complete. Mhm. Feels like a hug on the inside and on the outside. Oh my god. There's goodness. an aftertaste of contentment. Yes. Yes, not to mention the aromatics of uh Lightly worn laundry of someone that you love. So you know what? I'm getting an idea. Okay. Why don't we call it Hug Punch? <laughs> uh, no, that's a terrible. Like oh, I don't, I don't know anything about marketing, but <laughs> the fact that I just blurted out a laugh. <laughs> I, I, I feel was, like that's some signifier that maybe that's not the best name as a client. You know, I, I got to respect your opinion. I will say rude. But that is gut. I'm sorry. That's just gut reaction. But That's fine. We got to go with it. How How I about know. this? How about um, companion punch? <laughs> All right. Why? Can I ask why the uh, why? Why are you adamant about the punch portion? Oh, because everything tastes better when it's mixed with fruit punch. Wait, we're mixing this. Wait a minute. What? We're mixing this with fruit punch? I already did. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let me have a try of this. Yeah, try it. All right. I mean, it's very sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. It's very red. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm barely getting any endorphins. 
Hence the punch aspect of it. Huh? <laughs> All right, I, I guess I should stay in my lane. I'm not a product <laughs> specialist. I am a copywriter. Right, look, what if it's just look? What if what if we just sell Hawaiian Punch and leave out this miracle drink and I, just say it's it's a hug punch? Okay, you got it. That'll cut cost way down because this was like a what you drank was like a million. Bucks. Right, right, right. And you do know that my services, I. Uh, it's quite expensive. It's going to be about $38,000 for this idea on top of any uh, longstanding deals and partnerships that you go with, with a, any brands that come a-calling, and then I take about 15% on top. Of I that. mean, your company will, but you're... Oh, um, no, 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 I will. Hmm? Hmm? Oh, you signed a good contract? I signed a great contract. I'm actually I mean, a freelancer. Like... Oh, okay. Well, ugh. Well, it looks like you really negotiated your way into having a sustainable passive income. That's right. For your ideas. Mm-hmm. And you're not just giving them to another company that will eat you up and spit you out. That's right. I've been through that before. Yeah. Not again. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When yeah, I made Hawaiian do, punch. <laughs> you should do a master class, honestly. <laughs> you know what? I think I will. This has been a great meeting. I know. We, we saved a lot of money here, folks. We did. And I love yeah. you. Oh, <laughs> that's a side effect of the drink, I think. Uh, is it? Placing my hand on yours? I'm leaning in. <laughs> I'm also leaning in. And now I'm putting my arms around you and hugging you. Oh. I'm looking into your eyes and saying, what are we doing? And I'm saying, eh, and see. Companionship. Companionship. Uh, catch it. Catch it. Catch it at your local bodega. <laughs> right next to the CBD oils. Do you want the pill that gives you a hard penis with a wasp on it? <laughs> or do you want the little five-hour hug shot with a person with like a silhouette of someone running? <laughs> with arms wide open. With arms wide Ooh, open. Yeah. Get that song. They're, they need the money. Under a Welcome to this place. Get boners and everything. <laughs> so speaking of a boner, is it not, not the lit, not the 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 old timey version of that term. Of course, you mess up. Mm-hmm. Here's a Yamcha playing Bowman chess. A futile effort, if I've ever seen one. <laughs> he is. They. I paused it on this because I really wanted to take in the Bulma smugness. Mm-hmm. The sweat on Yamcha's brow as he tries to concentrate. The turtle and Puar looking at each other going like, come on, man. What do you think was going to happen? <laughs> yeah, they are. They are positioned like they're trying to help him out. <laughs> but they, they've just kind of given up because Yamcha's like, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> come on. We told you the rook can't go diagonal. Why not? <laughs> those those are the rules. Well, what about? They're why? simple. <laughs> So my horse, I can move in an L like this, right? The knight, yes. And he can jump over other pieces. Okay, Don't so forget. If, so if I jump over this piece and then to the left and I take that one, that's good, right? I got, I got it. I took your piece, Balma. Suck it, Balma. That's clearly checkmate. Let him, let him do a doze over. Oh, okay. So I put that back. How about I? What if I move this little guy? I move this little guy. That's a checker piece you found in your pocket. I like it. I like it a lot, so I'm going to use it. You wrote 
your name on it like Andy and Toy Story. Right, right. Because that's that's a Yamcha piece. And the Yamcha piece can can do anything. Oh, jeez. Palma, just let him win. He needs it. He needs it real bad. Yeah, just let him win. I am useful. <laughs> and, and scene. scene. Mm. Oh, it feels good. You're putting oh, Yamcha back in his place, baby. Uh, the easiest of comedy dunking on Yamcha. Yamcha. <laughs> but look, we don't have time for that because there's a there's a news announcement. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we interrupt this podcast to give you a breaking news announcement. King Furry has given the honorary Blue Star Medal to the boy that saved everyone from the clutches of King Piccolo. That's right. This boy defeated King Piccolo, and King Furry wants him to have the world's highest honor, the Blue Star Medal. We hope that he will show up to receive this medal after he disappeared after the fight. If you've seen this boy, please alert the news media. Also, here's his address. (laughs) Bye-bye. Freedom of press! (laughs) Which is just that a bunch of reporters raid the Kame house. Not minutes later. Did uh, did the news media swarm this tiny little remote Kamei House Island, uh, descending upon the ball squad, looking for that little boy Goku? Uh, they're all pretty dumbfounded. Like I don't know where I don't know where he is. Of course, we don't know where he is, and all that kind of stuff. Oolong, on the other hand, Oolong getting a bunch of play uh, the last two episodes because he. You know, he's like, oh, he's thinking about Goku and all and all the attention he's going to get. And then in his mind, he just sees Goku surrounded by more and more women. So as Oolong is wont to do, he decides I can be Goku. So he transforms into Goku. And for like a hot minute, everybody's like, Goku's here. This is weird. And then he literally turns back into a pervy little pig. There are lines. Give him to me. He says after he transforms. And as he says these lines, his nose turns into a little pig nose. Yep, yep, yep. It's Goku with the pig nose because he just can't hide his shitty, shitty nature. (laughs) So they're asking him questions. He's like, "Uh, but first, uh, you have to give me a kiss. And then everyone does the anime fall down Uh in a single frame. Yep. And then on top of it, he, because he doesn't know how to read a room, he's like, also, let me see your panties first, or else I won't talk. Whoa. Yeah, straight oh, up. Damn In it. front of God and everyone. In front of Kami and everything. And everyone. All those camp. And then, like, ugh, yeah, no one likes this. I didn't like, I mean, they they didn't do the whole panties thing in mine, thank goodness. But it's like, hey, come on, give me a kiss. I'll tell you everything if you right after you kiss me. Just come on, just one kiss, one kiss. Can you just shake my fucking hand? <laughs> I need some human. I need some human contact of some kind. I'm all at a hug punch. <laughs> Are you a hug punch? Oh, I'll take that. I'll take a hug punch. That sweet, sweet Hawaiian punch-like energy <laughs> drink. That's just full of endorphins and and cinnamon for warmth. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little bit of brandy in there. Oh, that's they don't, the good stuff. That's that's how you know it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Just can someone acknowledge my presence and say that I exist and I matter, please? So this is really this is really what it is about. It's about Oolong wanting to matter. 
I mean, that's 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 the underlying idea, but he does it the bad way. He does it. He's the real. He's more than a goofus about it. Right. So take note. If you need attention, don't do what Oolong does, please. For the love of yeah. God, don't. I don't. Just reach out to your friends and be reach honest out. with them. Be honest. Be your true self. And if it turns out that your true self is a piece of shit that loves panties, oh, you have a problem. Boy. So you get hit with a mallet. You get hit with a mallet. Bullet. And uh, I, I, I mean, we're both big fans of these graphics, but uh, Dune was was the one that <laughs> stuck out to me. Yep, she she got that mallet from Spider Ham. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, Goku is getting his good name, getting drugged through the mud. Mm-hmm. Well, those media savages <laughs> can't wait to see what the Daily Mail looks like the next uh, day yeah, after they're this. Just ready to pounce on him? He's getting hit with lightning. Yes, he's right. I wrote in my in my notes, Goku's still riding that pole, <laughs> but uh, he's getting <laughs> recursively struck with lightning. That's about it. Yep, because now it's time for some of the greatest character development. Yes, yes, yes. Ever, ever. in the history of Dragon Ball. This is the best thing. We're so excited to talk about this part. I think we were both... We both were very silent about this <laughs> leading into the podcast. So Piccolo Jr. Yep. Walking through the woods by himself at night. He comes upon a small cabin in the woods. And there, there's a birthday party. There's a little boy. He has a cake with a candle. There's a loving parents. He opens a gift. He gets a toy plane. Everyone's laughing. And, mm-hmm. and Piccolo... As he's watching this, he's getting very angry. And he smashes that window in anger, causing the father to come outside with... Everyone goes outside. Father's got his rifle. Re- a repeating like, rifle, I, I must yeah. say. Who's who's there? We got... I don't know what the voice would be. <laughs> <laughs> we're, ha- we're trying to have... Look, we're just a small family having a memorable birthday party for our son you know we don't have a lot of money but we got a lot of love that's right dear you tell that thing that's out there that broke our window that we're just having a happy birthday party for our boy we're just trying to create memories that are gonna keep us going through the hard times for the winter dear we must keep our nice memories for when winter falls Mm -hmm. since we can't afford firewood and we can't harm the trees because I no. love them so much. We do love trees so much. But I'll fucking shoot you if you interrupt our very happy, happy event. Cut to behind <laughs> this family. Oh, this this made this worried me so much. And they pulled it off perfectly. Right, right, right. Because what we see is the family is all looking out to see what what made what broke the window. But behind them is Piccolo Jr. just leering at the burning holes at the back of their heads. Oh, not uh, literally. Not literally. We know that can be confusing in, in it, Dragon Ball world. Right, right, right. <laughs> not literally burning holes in their heads, but he is just staring. He's so angry. And then commercial. Oh, boy. What a day. Oh, man. Ooh, you're telling me. Look, I don't know. How else to describe this day but as a doozy? You know what I mean? But think about all the hard work we got done today, though. I know. It's really nice. And the best part is, at the end of the day, we get to share this hard work with our supervisors and our other coworkers so they can enjoy our hard work as well. We get a nice 
artisan PowerPoint presentation. Oh yeah, I spent a lot of time on that deck. Mm-hmm. Working out in the sun. Mm-hmm. Making sure those transitions are just right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Every time a word bubble pops up, it's right where it needs to be. We've got consistent fonts and everything. Oh, hero images, all that good stuff. All this metal work is making me. Uh, is working up a powerful cheese-like sweat. Mmm. Smell it. And I like it. I think we're very environmentally conscious here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. At Kame House Party. Yeah, Kame House look Party. At these, uh, look at all these scrap bits of comedy we got laying around. Oh, look at that. Uh, I wish there was something we could do with them instead of just throwing them in the digital trash can. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, digital recycle bin. That's right, Aaron, because we recycle here at Comedy yeah. House Party 8. They changed that back in Windows XP. But maybe, Aaron, maybe what we should do is just put out those as, like, I don't know, little bonus bits. You know, like... So you're saying on the regular podcast feed, just put out little one- to two-minute bonus things that either get cut from the show mm-hmm. or funny bits we do before we start actually recording the show proper. Yeah, 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 something like that. Just give the, right. give the audience just a little bit more... Into insight into how we do things, where our crazy minds go. <laughs> I know our minds are crazy, certifiably, mm-hmm. and we did escape that asylum. Oh, we did. We got these cushy corporate jobs through the power of togetherness. We found mm-hmm. a way out. I mean, you don't got to be crazy to work here, but it sure helps. Oh, nice. And if I'm not being too far out of turn, oh no, by all means. I think these little bonus episodes are a good way to share the podcast. It's like, hey, man, here's two minutes. If you like these guys and we're friends, mm-hmm. you'll probably like their show. That's Aaron. You know, that's that's one of the smartest things I've ever heard anyone say ever. A lot of corporate synergy going on. Ooh, you're speaking my language now. So let's synergize out there. If you're listening to this podcast and you want to share it with somebody else, the best way to do that is grab a bonus episode, grab one of the pre-games, and slide it into their DMs, my main man or my main lady. Yeah. All you got to do is give them a little taste. They'll be coming back to you for more. And then when they do, you're like, oh, girl, I got you. I got the hookup. Here's the feed. Check it out. Check, check, check it out. It's a good opening. Look, it's a good opening message on any Tinder matches. That's for sure. Oh, my gosh, yeah. That's certifiable. Mm-hmm. Just put the link. You'll, you'll, I mean, it's better than like, oh, that's crazy. I love pizza, too. Uh. Uh, I'm so original, aren't I? <laughs> uh, ooh. Huge duck on Tinder. Yeah, I'm dunking on Tinder like John ja Morant in March Madness. There we go. I did it. I worked in a March Madness uh, joke into, the, into this podcast. Well, you know that means it's time to go, then. That's, that means it's time to go. But enjoy the bonus epis. And they won't be consistent, but they'll be there. Mm-hmm. And share the podcast with your friends. Or that anybody. Too. Throw it at people if you can. <laughs> just leave it. Look, once you're finished with the podcast, just leave it on the subway. Someone else will pick it up. That's right. <laughs> For one of those miniature libraries that's just audio devices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> And now, right. back to the show. <laughs> okay, 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 right. okay, okay. Look, look, look yeah, enough, sus- enough suspense for you. Yeah, yeah. Have we, have we mastered the art of suspense yet? 
I think we have because last time after, oh my God, I can't even speak. I'm so excited and tense. Piccolo's about to kill someone, maybe. Maybe. Mm. Horror movie style. No, he doesn't. He just, here's the thing you need to know about Piccolo Jr. at this point. Mm -hmm. He hasn't dropped the, I forget that what that thing's called. <laughs> Not what? Uh, he hasn't dropped what? The junior. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget the pro the term for those type of oh, signifiers. Oh, 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 yeah, he has not dropped that that uh, junior mon. Is it a moniker? Moniker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. Yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. So, I mean, he is a kid, and he's just he's so fucking sad that his daddy's dead. Crush, even though he'd never get this from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could never say this. Yeah, uh, he's crushing cakes, crushes a toy, and then he just runs away. Flipping over tables and chairs. Yeah. He runs out the back door. He just has a tantrum. Yeah. Because he's a lost green boy. I mean, yeah, it, it's a it's a weirdly like humanizing move for Piccolo Jr., who we know has been tasked with destroying Goku and all of King Piccolo's former enemies. But he's he said, got, I mean, he says some hardcore stuff. Oh, that yeah. Last episode too. The last episode, he's like, I'm going to destroy you, Goku. I'll destroy you. Among other things, in, in that pretty much in that voice. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like you said, the character development here is off the charts beyond most other characters that are this new to the Dragon Ball uh, canon at this point. Yeah, it's usually, hey, here's my gag. I'm uh, I'm an idiot with your Yamchas or I'm a mummy yeah. <laughs> with your bandages. <laughs> I'm a witch person. They're witch hats. Right, right, right. I'm a perv. I'm a oolong. I'm a roshi. <laughs> yeah. But this is a this is a I'm an evil boy named Piccolo. But when I when I see happiness, it hurts me and I have to stop it. Yeah, it's like I well, want he wants to be there too, it feels like. I want love, damn it. Mm-hmm. But daddy don't want me to have the love. No. But cake looks good. I didn't try any. Toys look fun. Destroyed it. Then the dog goes after him. Right. As he runs out. The dad sticks the dog on, on Piccolo Jr. Piccolo he, Jr. is running. Oh, man. This was hard to watch. It's also when Piccolo Jr. discovers that he has hand laser powers. <laughs> That's right. He blasts that dog. I thought he just blasted him into oblivion. I thought so, too. I he thought, shoots a... It looked like it shot through him at one point. Yeah, it shoots. So I was like, oh, well, he just... Sent that dog to fucking space. Yeah. Now, didn't he? <laughs> but the, the dog's fine. He just lands with, like, the bug eyes, tongue out expression, which is honestly worse. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would have I preferred not seeing the dog body, and then I could just, like, yeah, yeah, he just went up. He, he went up a, to dog heaven. Yeah, that's an, uh, that's a laser that shoots dogs upstate to a farm. <laughs> hey, Dad. Yes, son. Is it is it true what I, I heard in school? That when you sent the dog after after that that thing that ruined my birthday, uh, that you had to take the dog. He he flew on a laser, went to a a, a ranch up upstate. Mm. Yeah, you're look. You're old enough. I can tell you the truth. Oh, okay. When it's a dog's time, a little green guy will come in, wreck your birthday party. Which again, sorry. Oh, it's, it's okay. Uh, I know you almost forgot about it, but let me remind I you. Just, I just stopped crying. 
Look, this is a happy story. This is a happy story. <laughs> okay, okay. I when like it's a happy dog, story. When a dog's had a full, long life of friendship and being a constant companion to socially awkward boys that still get bullied at school, uh-huh. a little green guy comes down and shoots a fun, not painful at all, causing bug-eyed expression laser. Uh-huh. But that laser, you know where that laser takes him? It's like a... It's like the Rainbow Bridge in Thor. You remember? I remember. I like Thor. Yeah, you remember Thor the Dark World, the best one? Uh-huh, uh-huh. That that movie really took it to a new place. <laughs> it's sure. We can all agree on that. <laughs> but yeah, that laser Rainbow Bridge him to a farm upstate where he's running around. He's, that's his, he's in dog retirement. Oh, yay, dog retirement. I can't wait till you can retire and you get blasted by a laser upstate and then I can come visit Don't you, you. fucking say that! Oh. Don't you, let me grab you by your collar. Oh, oh you slipped out. Oh, uh, look at this pencil neck geek of fourth son. And seed. <laughs> he called his son a pencil neck geek. We slipped out of a shirt. Father of the year. Father of the year. It's tough love. Oh, man. Tough love comes in many forms. Tough love language. That's what I'd call it. (laughs) Yeah, my love language is being kind of a dick. Scruff of the neck. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And then Piccolo just looks at his hands because he he didn't know he could do this. He had no idea. But that's that's one of my favorite forms of like a character realization is like, that came out of my hands. Man, whoa. Whoa. I, I hit Piccolo puberty. Piccolo uh, puberty. I like it. I like if the it. X, if the X-Men taught me anything, mm-hmm. you get you get superpowers when when there's hair, finally. Can I say that when I was in my ute, mm-hmm. uh, I was patiently waiting for my mutant powers to develop. Oh, Vince. When I, I became a young adult. I said, now is my window. Something will reveal itself. All right. Come on, lava powers. That's what I wanted. Oh, you wanted lava powers? I don't know. I just thought it was cool. I thought I was a mutant because I was so tall. I was like, I've already got my mutant ability. It's height. It's getting those cookies that you thought were hidden. Top of the shelf. Call me up, Xavier. I've I've got a useful skill. (laughs) My hero name is Top Shelf because I get everything off the top shelf. That's actually very good. Yep. All right, Marvel. Here's our pitch. The Vince and Aaron special. That's right. Vince is throwing me to pitch to you. Exactly. Because you're high up. Yep. So, mutant called Top Shelf. He's a very tall boy. Mm Mm-hmm. Not actually a mutant. But, man, do his parents give a lot of money to the Xavier Institute. (laughs) Boy, oh boy, do they just throw money at that place. And his only dream is to be a mutant. And so it's his adventures at mutant school where everyone has to keep quiet that he's not really a mutant. And and look, as as the person that would be playing top shelf, I have to say, I believe that this idea has to be made right now in the wake of all of the It is a it is the sequel. I mean, I know you're ending up you're ending the uh that new run of X-Men movies with Dark Phoenix, that thing that no one's gonna watch. But uh <laughs> And no one really cares about. Look, we're and, just being honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, we, you, you hear the love of X Men in our voice, right? You can, that that should tell you something. You if we're not clearly hear it in our voice. <laughs> yeah, this is a new this is a new movie. It's a it's a look. You got to establish some new IPs, right? 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 Maintain Wolverine. some of the old licenses. 
maybe you know maybe Hugh Jackman comes in, sniffs him, and like calls me bub. Yeah, T- takes a bribe, <laughs> rides off. <laughs> T- takes a bribe because I'm just I got cash coming out of my it, tall it's, pockets. It's, it's Wolverine. Yeah, that's your other. That's your real power. Because I have the longest gorilla. <laughs> oh, oh my two. My pockets and my scrilla. <laughs> there is Hugh Jack. Wolverine comes in like. Hey, bubs, I just want to say that top shelf, he's the new me. All right, see ya. Then as he's walking out, I palm him a fat yeah. stack of hundreds. <laughs> there you go. Enjoy your career back in musicals. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever Hugh Jackman's doing. Uh, he's the greatest, the greatest show, show on earth. Yeah, yeah. He's the, he's, he is the greatest show he on earth. He is Bartim and Bailey. Uh. Look, just uh, just give us a bunch of money. Ho-ho, you got it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you own this now. Oh, fuck. I own everything. I'm the goddamn king around here. You want entertainment? You gotta go through me. It's all the mouse's house, yo. You didn't hear any of our older podcasts, did you? What? No. no. Uh, I mean, I don't know why I brought that up. Uh, I'll just take the... I'll just sign these contracts very slowly in a way that no one can interrupt. Yeah, of course. Just here on my Game of Thrones... Chair. A. Uh huh. And they're taking a whole lot of time. E. I mean, surely no one's gonna interrupt for this deal. H. O. U. Yep, it's gonna go through. S. Yes. I don't see what. I, I don't. I don't know why you're stalling so much. Is there something I'm missing? <laughs> I mean, look. We there's a lot of podcasts, and I'm sure there's nothing we ever said about the House of Mouse. At any way, a oh yuck, oh Mickey, I just vetted all these guys, and they gave you a bunch of shit on the last couple episodes. So you should uh try to not don't side with them. They're bad mouthed you. Uh, I just have the last part of the why. Stop this deal. Uh, you just grabbed the contract. I grabbed the contract with my mousy tail. Oh, I didn't know you. I didn't know you had that power. Oh, you're not the only mutant in the mist. <laughs> Next summer, Mickey Mouse in X Men. First, Mouse. First, first, X Men first pass. <laughs> X Men written in a weekend. <laughs> and scene. Scene. I'm looking forward to Mickey Mouse playing every character. I can't wait. Every X-Men character. I cannot wait for it to get to that point. We digress. <laughs> because we got to get back to where we left off, which was... That's right. <laughs> Yajirobe eating fucking beans. Yeah, Yajirobe's still snacking on them beans. He, for as much as he hates them, he can't stop. Can't stop. Once you pop, you, can, you cannot mm-hmm. stop. Uh... It's a quick, but more more of the vagueness of Corrin being like, Goku's going to be very surprised when he gets up there to see who Kami is or what wink, he looks wink. like. Yadro was like, is he scary? Yeah, yeah, well, he's someone Goku's met before. <laughs> wow, they were that belligerent. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I don't want to give it away, but it's someone that Goku faced off against recently in episodes 116 through 123. <laughs> Can you spot it, kids? Yeah, yeah, it's it's 
It's Yamcha. It's Yamcha. What? <laughs> it's Yamcha. No, you think you think Kami, the god of this realm, uh huh, who can bring back the dragon, is Yamcha. I'm four years old. I like Yamcha. Why? He sucks. Oh. He can't even play chess right. Oh. I seen it in the jars. Okay, it's gonna be Piccolo. Wait, no, don't tell it. Shh, shut up, kid. Uh, well, you asked me. <laughs> you figured it out. Also, a little green man, he ruined my birthday. Ah, uh, <laughs> this pencil neck geek. <laughs> Coming here giving spoilers. Hey, uh. uh I can't wait till you retire up north. <laughs> my dad went yesterday. It was uh, great. I, oh, jeez. I'm sorry, kid. I, I've been hard. I, I've been hard on you. You, you know what it is, Yamcha. There, you, there. I'm finally right. I'm finally right. Yep. And now my dad might come back. Oh boy. <laughs> I wish I could laser retire myself out of this situation. And scene. What a what a horrible life this child has. That poor kid. After that after that running with Piccolo geek. Junior, he just never recovered. No. So here, all right, enough, enough stalling episode of Dragon Ball. Also, this podcast. Yes, yes, yes. We've been, we've been, honestly, we've been leading oh. you on a bit. The, we, the, the lead has been, look, we took the lead, made it dig its own grave. Yep, yep, yep. Not a shallow one either. Oh, deep, deep. But, uh, but we're going to dig this lead back up because yep. we are w- introduced to a new, it's been a, it's been a little bit. Uh-huh. Since we've been introduced to a new character that is a mainstay. Um there's a lot of stuff going on with him, but Goku finally gets to the temple, hops onto a ladder, climbs up, monkey bar style, monkey bar style, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and gets uh gets to the temple. And who's there just hanging out, feeding birds, drinking tea, I think? Yep, yep, yep. It's, it, a, it's that man. It's Mr. Popo. Mr. Popo. Okay. Uh, okay. So, um, we usually, with a new character like this, we would play something called There It Is Now, <laughs> where we would take turns describing uh, visual aspects of the the character for the visual medium, uh, for the non-visual medium of the podcast, so you guys could get a sense if you hadn't been caught up. But uh, we're going to skip that, okay? Because uh, Mr. Popo... Ah, oh, man. Mr. Popo. I do... <laughs> I honestly, being a person of color, have a problem with the way Mr. Popo looks and some of the connotations of Mr. Popo's uh, visual styling. It's it's bad. It's not good. It is not good. No. In any way. If you need to... if Because I, I don't want to... I don't want to, like, put it all out there because it's, it's an anime. Mr. Popo's been around forever. Like he, Mr. Popo himself, not a problem. The way he looks, problem. Yeah. So just go back and look at the news in February to get what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I mean, I think that's the, and I don't want to speak out of turn. Mm. I don't want to tell tales in school, but that's, that's the conundrum, isn't it? It's like, but he is a good character and we see this immediately. <laughs> he gets, he is, he is beast. He is goat. He is. One bad son of a gun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, you know, when Goku arrives, he's like, oh, okay. 
Hi, Miss Bobo. I'm Goku. I've got that bell that Corrin told me to keep on me. And yeah, I want to go see Kami. So uh, let's get this done. He lives over there, right? Miss Bobo's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, Goku. You must first beat me. And then uh, only then can you beat meet Kami. And I'm like, okay, okay. And Goku, of course, is, I mean, the, yeah. the script is flipped. Because most people underestimate Goku, and now Goku has is underestimating yeah. Mister Pit, put Mister Popo. Because I was, I I've never seen this episode. I was not expecting. I did not know how Mister Popo came into the Dragon Ball universe, and what what a, a hell of an introduction. I mean, yeah, like this introduction is pretty fucking badass. Because we are witnessing Goku at his strongest ever. Like this is the strongest Goku is has ever been to this point, right? He beat the Demon King Piccolo himself on his own with one arm and no legs, right? Mm-hmm. And now he's like, "All right, I'm gonna knock this dude out for sure." Snap, crackle, nope. <laughs> he, I don't know if he does this in yours where he does a circuit. So Goku, because he's fast, disappears. Popo's like. Oh no, he disappeared. And then side punches the air. Yep. Striking a direct blow on Goku. It's cool. He's fucking with him. He's Mr. Popo is toying with Goku, the the strongest person on earth as far as we know. Saying, "You are not strong, you are weak. Did you honestly defeat Piccolo Daimo?" Yep. Yep. He, and he says, "I can't believe that Corin let you come here and you're this weak." He's just He's just telling him to go home. He's like, leave. Yeah. Get out of here, you kid. You're not going to, you're never going to beat Kami at this rate. This ain't going to happen. To the point where Goku is starting to get angry and he cannot land a blow on Mr. Popo. And a frustrated angry, not this, I can do it if I just push. Right. It's, fuck this guy. I beat King Piccolo. Yeah. Goku is astonished. Um, But, and Mr. Popo is just like one punch after another, just, Boom, boom, knocking Goku back, putting him on his butt, putting him in his place to the point where Goku's like, all right, you think I'm going to give up? No way. Puts those hands back in a familiar pose, gives us the Kamehameha that we knew was coming at this point. And I don't know about you, Aaron, but how did you how did you feel about this? I loved it. And what Aaron is describing that he loved is the fact that Goku shoots a Kamehameha wave the most powerful attack in Dragon Ball, and Mr. Popo just eats it. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't like, take it. I, I'm not using slang here. He literally opens his mouth and inhales the Kamehameha. Swallows it up, burps out a smoke ring. Bur- burps out smoke rings. Doing sick vape tricks. He, yeah, he's, he's doing sick-ass vape tricks. And, like, that's it. There's no... Like, the best part about Mr. Popo is there's no, like, grandstanding. There's not a lot of talking. He's just like, yeah, no, I'm stronger than you. Dude, you're not. You're we, yeah. Yeah, what are we doing here? This is. You You scared the birds away. And that upsets me. Yeah. He says, your bad attitude has scared the birds away. Why did you do that? Yeah. You know how hard they had to fly to get up here? True. <laughs> True. Those they, are small birds. They're, they're my guests this weekend. I was going to show them around. We're going to go to an improv show. Kami <laughs> does a great one-man improv show. <laughs> they want to do a they want to do Cats Deli and I'm like, "Guys, there's better." And but like, "No, they want to do Cats." Of course. 
Empire State Building, all that. Yeah, freedom. You scared them off. You, now they're going back to New Jersey. I won't see them again for months. You know how much a flight here costs? I mean, a lot of energy. Yeah. It's like 18,000 kilojoules. <laughs> but that's just it. That's kind of Goku even after the Kamehameha. He's like, fine, I'll do what I did to beat King Piccolo. I'll think about being a giant ape and then Put blast it under my off. fist. <laughs> yeah. And then blast off. I'll put my thought energy into my meat fist. Yep. <laughs> but that that's still not enough. Not even close. He, he for the first time, Mr. I will say me for the first time, Mr. Popo has to dodge. Right. So a little a little progress, but no. Guess what? Mr. Popo can fly too. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. Ugh. It's like you suck. Fuck off. Go. Leave. You interrupted our tea. Yeah. You're never going to see Kami at this rate. We do get a couple of um, like cutaways to a crystal ball showing Goku flat on his face, struggling against Mr. Popo, and the silhouette of a figure in a chair, a throne, if you will. Mm, a darkened figure. A darkened figure, hurting his own eyes by not having even the smallest of lights on. But yeah. That that presumably is who Kami is. We're we're safe to assume. Yeah, Yamcha's just sitting there on his throne. Yamcha chilling on his throne, uh, watching the game on his crystal yep. ball. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much how it ends with Goku, uh, dumbfounded, astonished that he's not even able to touch this Mister Popo guy. So I guess we'll we'll see what happens on the next episode yeah. on one twenty five, and if Goku actually gets a chance to meet Kami. Let's see what's how's he gonna get out of this one, folks? How's it? How's the gang gonna get out of this one? The bo- how are the boys, boys gonna get out of this? It's bad in context. It's bad. It's just a thing. Uh, look, you don't you don't know how many dudes had that horn back home growing up. Oh and yeah. Also, currently now. <laughs> and also, I kept it. It's a fun treat. In high school, as he leaves in like his giant fucking truck, and it was like it was it was not well done, and it sounded like it was sick. So it was. Coffee. It was like yeah, it was like slower somehow, and just I'm like, well, that's that's a metaphor if I ever heard. One. <laughs> Uh, asking you shall receive the metaphor of your dreams. Uh, <laughs> we got more mail. It, who who would have thought that answering a bunch of mail would get people to write more mail? Mail mail answering begets more mail. Yeah, it's a it's cyclical a nature. Tra- yeah, the law the law of mail. The secret, but with mail. Mister mm-hmm. Gmail would be pleased that we're being proactive. I'm like. Yeah, please don't visit us again. I, I, I pray to all oh. gods that he does not come back. My, I am still wearing those weird, those very bad sunglasses they give you after your eyes are dilated. Oh God, it's it's hard. It's hard. Inside, indoors, even indoors, you got to. My body feels like it's still vibrating from his yeah. presence. I mean, I've I gotta notch that out in the mix. But Aaron, we have to address some of the things that we said last time, where we had to uh, let go our. Former yeah. intern, former intern Josh, and he wrote in. Uh, he says, "Hey guys, I see the biker guy that was uh, going to sue you mysteriously passed away by overdue <laughs> overdose of Western improv." What? All right, <laughs> keep going. A tragedy, a true tragedy. 
I mean, we're look, we say it right on the label. <laughs> you you only take one a week. It's a minute for a reason. Uh, he, uh, Josh goes on to say, so you got so y'all are off the hook for now. <laughs> Until they realize that we gave a, that Western. <laughs> you bring Western improv into our neighborhood. <laughs> to our kids. Oh, God. The bed where I that I share with my wife. The Western Improv Epidemic of 2019. <laughs> We're patient zero. <laughs> Vaccinate uh, your t- kids against Western Improv. <laughs> yeah, don't tell. <laughs> uh, he, he goes on to say, also, I found out that sensu beans are illegal. So I say, <laughs> oh, I sent uh, you a link so you can uh, support the legalization of our magical beads. Legalized sensu beans. Eddie, he puts a very uh, helpful Amazon link. To a shirt that I I need to have in my possession. Yeah. Um, he goes. Uh, then he says, "All kidding aside, I think y'all are doing a great job, and we'll listen to y'all for the entire run of the podcast. Which, with Super coming back in July, I'm sure by the time y'all get there, uh, there will be three more series of Dragonfall for y'all to review. I also hope one day the podcast can get big enough that y'all can quit your day jobs." And make a living doing what you love. Remember to have a great day and keep fighting. Former intern Josh. And Aaron, I think he's right. Yeah. There are gonna be three more series. Yeah, by the time we get by to the time we get to super. By the time we get pat like by the time we get to the like the joke stuff of super, <laughs> there will be like super two or yeah. super Z Kai. But man, dude, think that that means a lot. Seriously, and Josh, it's very you're you're a stellar you're a stellar intern. Yeah. You have been, you will. You're be. going look. We put the plaque up with your picture, intern. You know, in, intern Hall of Fame. The intern Hall of Fame starts with it. Always starts with one. It starts mm-hmm. with you, Josh. So yep. thank you for all of your support and your lovely, lovely emails. But if you want the plaque for yourself, that is a uh, it's twenty nine ninety five twenty nine ninety five plus shipping and handling. If we, you want your name in the who's who amongst comedy house party improv, mm-hmm, comedy mm-hmm. house party interns, that's an additional nineteen dollar fee just yeah. to get your name in it. But to get the hardback, yeah, this a is a business, not a charity, Josh. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why we have to keep telling you this. I don't know. We just, uh, yeah, we too hope. That we could just do this. That we could work for an hour <laughs> and a week, and that's our job. And that's our jobs. Wouldn't that be something? Hey, tell tell your podcast uh, networks about us. If you listen to like I don't know, uh, if you, if you listen to a Headgum podcast, tell them about us. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how that works. If they have, we're a free agent right now. If they have two dudes talking about the Gilmore Girls, I think we could slide in. Oh, yeah. I think there's room. There's room enough. Uh, Arturo also listened. And he also sent an email. Power listener Arturo. Power listener Arturo. Uh, The subject is internship application. So, all right, let's see. He writes, I was listening to your most recent pregame episode, and I realized it was my fault you had to work double time. In return for your generosity, I'd like to be your Mexican-Spanish dub correspondent. Oh, like the Daily Show. Okay, okay. Live on the scene. Oh, yeah. Live-ish. Live-ish uh, on the scene is Arturo. He did say, I'll make my email short from now on, LOL. I'm like, you, you do you, baby. No, we loved that long uh, email. It was perfect. <laughs> we couldn't have asked for a better email on that that recording day. 
he so yeah a lot of if you didn't listen to our pregame he's going to answer a bunch of questions we had here um he actually gives us his actual profession he's a production coordinator for a printer for a print press in state redacted (laughs) uh he enjoyed our bit about papaya island printing press back then oh and he has a ooh, he has a screen printing side hustle, eh? Ooh. Interesting. Interesting. Well, Next bullet point on his application. <laughs> on his application. Otto Octavius in the 90s anime and Spider-Man series was the same in Spanish. It's not a common name. They just kept it for some reason. He goes by Dr. Pulpo. Oh. P-U-L-P-O. Doctor. Probably not saying that right. Dr. Pulpo. Actually, I don't know because I don't see any accents. So it is, it's probably Pulpo. Uh, the guy who that voices Goku, and this is in the, this is Espanol. The guy that voices Goku, Jim Carrey, Bruce Willis, MCU Mark Ruffalo, not 13 going on 30 Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Important distinction. And the narrator in the Wonder Years famously uses the same voice for all his characters. That boy. Yeah, that's business, baby. Dang. Gotta step my game up. And then he said, I exaggerate when I said Kame House Fiesta might sound racist. It just sounds a little ignorant. That's fair. Yeah. Like the people that celebrate, I ain't mad at you. Uh, like the people that celebrate Cinque Five de Mayo. That's how he wrote it. Mm-hmm. Thinking it's Mexican Independence Day. They don't celebrate it at all. Or people that think burritos and chimichangas are from Mexico. Yeah, they're not. No, they're, they're from Taco definitely Bell, not. my boy. <laughs> they, they are born and raised here He's, in America. <laughs> And then Casa Tortuga is definitely a badass bar name. Keep fighting, uh, Arturo. You're the man. Uh, thank you for thank you for your correspondence. Yes. Uh, that's the true sense of that word. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he he's fulfilling it dutifully. Yes, exactly. Thank you for that word. I was trying to find it. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> but yeah, thank you all for writing in. If you want to be a correspondent. Then I mean that's a lot of hard work, bud. But the first step is writing to us at kamehousepartypod at gmail.com. That's kamehousepartypod at gmail.com. You can talk to us on all the social medias, and you can find those links at kamehouseparty.com, as well as our whole back cat, our archive, some clippies, a mm-hmm. um, whole bunch of stuff. Yep. Uh if you're on PlayStation Network, uh Keep keep friending me. I think I have a bunch of friend requests from maybe listeners of the podcast that I haven't gotten to yet. Just take them all. I got to I got to respond to all of them probably this afternoon because y'all are y'all are the are the greatest. Truly, like truly, uh, everybody who listens to this podcast is pretty awesome, and we really do appreciate you. We can't say that enough. Yeah, just all the emails, all the just just listening, letting us know. Mm-hmm. Even when you like something dumb, we do. Exactly. That's appreciate it. We just we, we love it. It's one step closer to quitting our day job. <laughs> and just like uh Aaron and I are on a journey to quit our day jobs, and no matter what you guys are trying to quit for the betterment of yourself <laughs> and others, you gotta keep, keep-